Hey there. You are about to hear an interview that I did on the Bypassing the BS podcast. And if you are not subscribed to Dennis's podcast, I do have both the Apple and the Spotify links linked up in the show notes. So make sure while you're listening to us here, go ahead, whichever one of those platforms you listen on, head over there, make sure that you're subscribed because uh, he is doing some really cool things, not just with the podcast, but he's he's got a really, really excellent message that he's putting out all over on social media. Make sure you're connected with him. And without further ado, Let's get into that interview. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Bypassing the BS podcast. Uh, I am here with my friend, Daryl. I'm going to be interviewing him today. He is the host of numerous podcasts. There's a year-level fitness podcast. Um, Tell us a couple of your other ones. I know there's a few of them out there. There's there's quite – okay, yeah, there's there's quite a few. I I have the the Daryl Perry podcast. That's my main one. And then uh, the one that's that's more – on like mindset and life lessons and not as much about health and fitness is the when it clicks podcast. So, okay. uh, yeah, those are, those are the, the main ones going on right now. Awesome. Awesome. I know I'm subscribed to, I think at least two of those on Apple. So I, it's definitely some good listening. You got a lot of good content out there. Thank you. Um, so Daryl, let's, uh, let's get into it. I mean, you, just, you can go pretty much as far back or wherever, wherever you like with yeah. it, but just tell us your story. Let's know a little bit more about yeah. Daryl. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my story, I will, I will absolutely go all the way back. Uh, and kind of the thing that that sets me apart within the health and fitness community is that I was born three months premature with uh, cerebral palsy. And the the thing there is like, and, and this is kind of like my perspective on life, which is, you know, my parents had another premature child in the same situation as me a year before me, and uh, he lived three days and, and passed away. So like really from an early age, it was kind of this whole thing of, um, you know, you, you, you basically are playing with house money now. You, you being a former roulette dealer, I can use the casino analysis, analogies will be good. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're basically, uh, you, you know, everything from this point on is a blessing and a gift. Um, now, what I will tell you uh, when you grow up with a very noticeable physical disability is that you want to fit in. You, you want to be like everybody else. Uh, but you're very self-conscious because anytime that you walk into a room, that's the first thing that people notice. Um, so I was, I was very, very insecure growing up. Um, I also, so I, I started really turning to video games and food for comfort, probably when I was about eight or nine years old. Now, the thing with CP, I don't think I will ever put, it, it kind of limit because it, because my body moves and operates in a way it wasn't designed to do, it burns more calories naturally, which is a good thing. Um, I still did put on an extra amount of weight. I, uh, I'm about five foot seven, five, eight. And the first time I was really aware of my weight was right before I was, uh, right before I turned 15 and I was two Oh nine. And I was, you know, growing up, I was, I was kind of the chunky kid. I wore the, the bugle boy Husky pants and stuff like that. Um, but like, I never really paid attention to it. Now, um, fortunately, I, and I worked with a bunch of therapists, uh, physical therapists and orthopedics and, and stuff throughout uh, childhood. I was actually at this time working with an orthopedic that wanted to kind of try some different things with me uh, as far as like, you know, you're a pretty strong guy because I was pretty athletic with, with um, when I was a kid and such. And he wanted to get me doing some strength training. So this was a very slowly nurtured, you're doing this as kind of part of your therapy and your rehab. So I really kind of got into to lifting weights. And that was, that was again at about 14, 15 years old. Now, over the course of the time, though, I started getting into, because again, I was still very 
self-conscious about who I was and like how I looked and everything. And um, so I, I started, this was the late nineties. So I started looking at men's health magazines and the muscle magazines and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's kind of this thing where if you look a certain way, whether that's the six pack abs or whether that's the chiseled chest and shoulders and all that, like that's supposed to give you confidence. So I spent uh, probably the last two to three years of high school losing weight, uh, got down to about 175. Um, and then from that point, it was like, well, I didn't really, cause I didn't really feel any different, like inside here. So like, then it was like, all right, well, maybe if I bulk up, I'll feel better. And then it was kind of this constant up and down, uh, with the dieting and stuff until really, until I was probably, I'm, I'm 39 now, I was probably 30, 31 years old. Uh, and I was still doing the diets. I, I can tell you if you're like, Hey, you know, if you give me a year, if you're like 2007, I would say, well, okay, that was South beach diet and probably, um, you know, the, um, the Mediterranean diet was still, you know, really big at that time. Like I can tell you diets by time periods because I was so into them by the, uh, by that point. But like what it was for me is at the time I was doing paleo and I was like, like I wanted a sweet potato and I was feeling guilty about, you know, how this was going to fit on my plan. I was like, well, this is stupid. So, you know, what I started doing was just kind of building something around my preferences. Now, I don't know exactly when it clicked that I was kind of doing my own thing, but like little by little, I started to not feel guilty around, uh, around food. Now um, I went up and down with my weight as I was on these diets in my twenties and and into like, by the time I turned 30, um, I happened to, by the time I was, um, by by the time I was 29, 30 years old, I I lost a fair amount of weight and I was like, well, I, I always kind of wanted the personal training certification. I worked at a gym in college, um, did some, uh, did a little bit of training there. I was actually on the sales side of things there, but we still kind of, that, that was back when they wanted you to be certified as a trainer, but you didn't necessarily have to be all the time. Um, so I always kind of wanted to do the personal training thing. So I, I got a certification, um, wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. And then based on the place that I worked at that time, there was a, uh, for, uh, United Cerebral Palsy had a, a chapter here in Cincinnati or outside uh, in Cincinnati. I live outside of Cincinnati, um, where I just kind of went and I talked to one of the coordinators and I was like, Hey, I'd like to do an adaptive group fitness class for the folks that you have here. Uh, so I wound up doing that, um, once a week for like a year and a half, uh, just going down. And that was kind of my, my whole thing into, to health and fitness, like was doing that adaptive class. Uh, then I started doing some other group fitness stuff and one-on-one personal training. And at one point, like I was in this job, but I was, I was tired of it. I was going to stick it to the man. I was going to go out on my own with my own business and I was going to make it. And I fell flat on my face. It took me about two months to realize that I was not at that point, uh, cut out for it or at, at that, you know, I, I didn't have it yet. So basically I then transitioned from sales to where I wanted to work in marketing. So a lot of the stuff I was doing for my business was kind of my online marketing portfolio. Uh, took me some time to land a job in marketing, but I wound up working for an agency for a couple of years. Uh, have had kind of some starts and stops with some other stuff with my, with my business that I've been operating your level fitness since uh, 2014 is when that started. Uh, but I've been gradually doing that in addition to other stuff. You mentioned the podcast, uh, and I now work in corporate marketing while I still do some of the online coaching. And I actually just uh, re-upped my, my personal training certification. So as COVID continues to get lifted here, uh, I've got some opportunities to, to do some more one-on-one stuff uh, as far as personal training. Now, you know, for, for me, I mean, my whole message on this is like, 
if you can get your your head right first and really build a better relationship with yourself and then get to where you can put in a consistent effort when it comes to following your eating plan and it comes to exercise, then eventually you're going to get the results. Your, your body's going to end up where, where it wants to be. Uh, I think the tricky thing is, is because we, we see people on Instagram and, uh, and social media and like, we're all doing the same things. We're all doing the workouts, we're all eating the food, but unless you kind of know how somebody views themselves and how they view this entire process, you know, you might look at it and say, so-and-so looks a certain way. They look completely jacked, but like you might hear them talk about something and they get freaked out when they talk about the possibility of like going, you know, eating a little bit of ice cream on a summer day. Like they, they can't get out of their head with it. Whereas somebody else that, you know, maybe they have the same exact composition. They just don't have the, the types of feelings uh, of guilt around food choices. And I think that's kind of the biggest thing that people work with in the weight loss industry is they have to really fix the relationship they have with themselves and with food. Now, the other thing with me is I, I love health and fitness. I love weight loss. I think this is a great place to really develop some skills of one, that better relationship with yourself, one, how to set goals, how to work through tough times, how to deal with setbacks. But I think these are just like springboard things that you're able to, to take on um, you know, in, in other areas of your life. So while I, I love health and fitness, I have, a, you know, I have a client base that I work with on this. I have a whole community around this. I'm also fascinated in getting to see people take things much further and bringing this back to the podcast, like the When It Clicks podcast that Amber and I do. That's a lot of the stuff that we talk about is kind of that, that emotional, get on the, the same page with yourself, uh, really, you know, unpack some things and where can you take this and where does it go beyond health and fitness? So that's, uh, that's a bit about me, man. And man, that's, that's such a great story. I mean, it's just taking it back all the way to, you know, to being born premature and, you know, with your, with your deceased brother, obviously, I mean, that's, that's such a powerful story being able to overcome such adversity. And, you know, you're only, they didn't even know how you were going to, how long you were going to live, you know? Yeah. Um, and that house money thing, that's so, that's, that's definitely like, I don't think that there's a better way to describe it. Um, that's, you know, I really love your approach because, you know, head first is, is big for me. Um, so you were telling me about when you were in, when, in high school and, yeah. you know, was there ever a point where you got just like seriously discouraged because, you know, you weren't, you weren't, you know, you didn't have the same abilities that other people had or that oh, your body moved a little different? All the time. All the time. Um, you know, I, um, one, I, I was really good at sports and middle school and such, because I've been five, seven, five, eight, since I was about 12 years old. So gradually kids started growing. I did not. So like I went from playing underneath in basketball to having to play out on the wing, which is fine. I figured out how to shoot and all that. But then, yeah, when, when we got into, um, you know, the super competitive part of it, like I, dude, I used to play basketball all the time. Like I, I loved it. And I'll never forget. I went for the eighth grade select team. And I mean, I could come off a screen like nobody's business and I could, I could hit threes. Like this is what I practice all the time from all sides of the court. And so I'm going to these tryouts and I, I'm not getting cut. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm doing the drills. I'm not going to beat anybody in anything when it comes to speed or anything like that. And then I, I got there and, and, you know, it was the final thing for the team and all this. And I was stoked. Like I went in, I thought it was like the first practice and what the coach told me, he's like, Hey man, you know, we want you to practice, but you know, you're not, you're not really on the team. Now me as a third, like, uh, yeah, as, as a 13 year old, I was pissed 
And I'm like, cause see, that's, that's another thing when you have a disability is you don't want, you, you don't want special treatment. Like you, you definitely, as a kid, you want to be normal now, quote unquote. So like, but I, I do regret that because like I could, I was a very lonely kid and I used to do the same things that you hear people talk about when they're overweight. Like I would be the butt of the joke. I would make fun of myself before somebody else could. And like, this would have been a chance for me to actually be included in a group that I wouldn't have been otherwise. But like, I was so, I was so upset because they were trying to give me special treatment, which is something I never wanted. Um, that I, I backed away from it now all through high school. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I, I was very aware that I wasn't playing sports. I was very shy. I would kind of go off and like, again, like I gravitated towards like video games and food and, you know, like even when I started working out and stuff, I kept to myself. So like, that was always something uh, with, with me as I, as it was like, I kind of felt almost less than, uh, growing up and, and even into adulthood, honestly. So that's like, that's, I mean, that's definitely a relatable story, even as, you know, being an able bodied, you know, and, yeah. uh, an able bodied person. Like, I've, I've definitely felt that, you know, the, the being included, but not feeling included kind of, kind of, totally. Thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely, it definitely resonates with me as well. And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of amazing to, to really sit back and look like, how were you able to overcome that? I, you know what, man, I, I wish I knew because like, I can tell you at where I am now. I mean, dude, I'm a, I'm a 39 year old husband, father, like bald, disabled guy that is genuinely confident. Like if you meet, like I, I now know who I am. I know what my skill set is. I, I know what sets me apart. I like if I walk into a room, like there's no, I mean, you know, there, there's a certain swagger to this. I picked it up somewhere in my thirties when I, I just like kind of working through stuff. Now, what I will say is at one point in my twenties, I went for an evaluation with a therapist um, just because I, I was, I mean, I thought I was, I definitely was depressed. Not even I thought like looking back, I was totally depressed. And I just remember after that evaluation, I said, you know what, this isn't for me. And I was probably 27, 28 years old. I will tell you that I really kind of started to figure out like what was going on with me and putting things in proper place and, and you know, dealing with stuff from childhood and, and into adulthood, uh, into my 30s. I, I feel like if I would have spent a year or two in therapy in my late 20s, I probably would have figured this out four or five years sooner. Um so, I mean, that, that's one thing I want to say. And I know with guys, cause I, I, I have a lot of these conversations with men and we deal, I mean, as you know, we deal with a lot of the same insecurities that you, you hear of all the time. And like, if you're, if you're struggling, if you're doubting yourself and I think going for therapy is one of the strongest things, uh, anyone, but a, a man based on kind of like what we were brought up with in a lot of cases, it's one of the strongest things you can do. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, especially toward the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, I started seeing a therapist and it really helped me come to terms with a lot of things in myself that I I really just kind of thought, I kind of accepted them as fact. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's funny because my therapist got very real with me. You know, she looked, she looked at me and we were on a zoom call because it was 2020, obviously pandemic. Um, She looked at me and she said, just shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> she said, you're, you're doing this to yourself. Listen to the way you speak to yourself. And I, and I, I, I sat back and I went, huh? Wow. <laughs> it's what I needed. <laughs> yeah. Like I needed somebody to just like smack me in the face with that and yeah. tell me, you know, and I, I am so thankful to her. I, re- I mean, I've really, I admittedly, I haven't spoken to her in, in you know, a, a fair amount of time, but I mean, she, <laughs> she really got me in the short period of time that we were talking. It, it it, it helped me immensely. So I couldn't agree with you more. I think therapy is a, a very powerful tool because it kind of helps you break down the, the walls you put in your own head, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I mean, that's really amazing to me. And I, and I mean, I just want to take this second, guys. If you're not already, please hop over to Instagram. Uh, and Daryl Perry, I, I believe, is, is one of your handles. And you also have Your Level Fitness. Yeah. Well, the best one, if you guys are on there, um, Your Level Fitness is the best one. And then there's a, a link in my profile. It's yourlevelfitness.com. I think it's yourlevelfitness.com slash Instagram links, which I know you you have, and you probably got you've got that linked up. Yeah, um, yeah that that has that has all my all the stuff that I'm that I'm doing and that I'm involved in. So subscribe wow. to all of those podcasts, rate and review them. Right, we need those ratings. Absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, where else can anybody find you? What other social media profiles are you? Oh on my gosh, um, I'm pretty much. I mean, I'm I'm Instagram, I'm TikTok, uh, Facebook. I'm I'm having words with right now. I'm not a huge fan of Facebook, but I'm on I'm on there both uh, individually and and I have some uh, some brand pages, I guess is what you'd call them. But mo- I mean, mostly Instagram. Instagram is a good place to reach me. Um, and then uh, yeah, Instagram is probably gonna be the best place. That's awesome, man. And I, and I have to tell you, like, when I first started following you, um, it was it was through a, a podcast interview that you had already done. And when I started, when I started following you, I actually didn't know that you were you had a disability. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember, I remember very vividly when I found out um, you did. I don't remember the exact date or anything, but you did a video of you working out, I believe it was in your basement. <laughs> Yeah, and I saw you walk across the camera. And I said, "Wait a second, <laughs> something a little, something a little different there." And, and yeah. it was it instantly hit me. I was like, "Man, this guy's really putting in the work. Look at him." I have to. I and it, it just instantly drew me to you. So I mean, I like the tenacity that I saw. Just not one simple workout. It was like, wow, you know, seeing seeing what you have to go through on a daily basis and seeing that. You're putting in the work just like anybody else. You know, you're not asking for anything special, obviously. You're and, and I really respect that. I mean, I have to tell you. And you know, we've we've reached out to each other a few times before we did our interview. And I know you had me on on your podcast recently. Yeah. Um, but it it is just seeing your story and actually being able to be an inside part of it, like it's really cool. And I, I wanna let you know that I do definitely have a huge respect for you. I one, I appreciate that. And that, that particular video was honestly like for the longest time, I wouldn't do like, I didn't want to do one-on-one personal training. I finally did. Cause I got in with a pretty good studio and, and an owner that I got along with really well. Um, and I would not do workout videos online because my squat from a technique standpoint is nothing is not like anything you would ever see. And I was so insecure about it. And I didn't want anybody to see it, but like, yeah, I just, it was funny. I was down there working out and it's one of those things. It's like when you talk about, you know, going on a new social media platform or putting out a podcast or whatever, you get to that point where you've, you've had this conversation in your head 
and you've talked yourself out of doing it a number of times. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck it. I got to put this out. So, you know, I recorded it. I put it out. That has actually been, uh, that's, that's been a, uh, yeah, that, that, that video, <laughs> it, it's, it's been crazy kind of the reaction that, that is, uh, that has come off of that for sure. So, but I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Well, I'm here to tell you, I know, I know that it touched me. And I mean, if, if, you know, 10 other people had that same reaction, I, I can imagine you changed some lives just that one video alone. Um, and, you know, I know, like I've been, like I said, I'm subscribed to your podcast. Uh, I, I know I'm definitely subscribed to the year level fitness and I'm 100% to subscribe to when it clicks. I'll have to look for the Daryl Perry podcast. Yeah. But um, I, I gotta tell you, like you're, you're out there doing the things. I mean, you're, you're really inspiring people and you're, you're giving people a platform to share their story, which is something that I, I for one can appreciate. So, I mean, you know, thank you for that as well. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, as we, as we get ready to wrap up here, is there anything that you want anybody, anything else that you want anyone to know about you or? or um, where to... I, I mean, all things with me, just head to my Instagram. You'll, you'll have all the links to my stuff. And um, I just want to say that I appreciate what you're doing because, you know, you notice the stuff that I'm doing when you're somebody that puts this stuff out a lot, you notice the intent of other people. And I see you on your videos. I know what you're, you're about here with the podcast. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to, to see where you go and you guys listening, share this podcast, just share it, rate it, review it. But you're, you got some, you got some big things coming your way, man. Thank you so much, Daryl. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on today. And I really, uh, you know, I hope that we get to get do this again in the future because this is definitely a, a great conversation. Sounds good, Dennis. We'll do it soon, okay? All right, man. Take care. All right. See you, man.